the weird awards. The strangest awards here. Coach of the year. Really weird one this year. Uh, we're going to talk about six man in a second and then most improved. But for coach of the year, tell me who your top three are, why, and what, what was your criteria? Um, a lot of it, I think, has to be looking at where the team was last year and where they finished this year. Um, you know, improvement, one-year difference. Uh, I think the obvious ones are the Suns. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the Jazz, Quinn Snyder, uh, Monty Williams for the Suns. And then uh, I had for my third one was Tibbs uh, for the Knicks because we, as we talked about earlier, we both didn't – that was the one team we didn't have in the playoff picture really and of the main upper seeds. Um, so what he did uh, – and it's always good to see the Knicks be good at basketball, I think. I, I enjoy it. I don't I care. enjoy liking the Knicks. I in, don't care. In the – and they're all at least in the playoff. Team. I don't why are they why are they worth so much more just because they're in New York? I don't, I don't know. They have a bigger market, so their local games get better ratings. I mean, uh I've been watching a lot of uh NBA games this season on the NBA League Pass. They always get Mike Breen, uh they get Ian Eagle, they always get the best broadcasters, so they have the best money. And I'm like, I'm watching the Knicks. Even the Knicks aren't fun to watch this year. I could not turn too many Knicks games on unless I wanted to see what Randall was doing. Uh, uh, Quigley is fun to watch too, but um, no, I don't need the Knicks okay. to be good. Well, that's why he was number three on my list, okay? Fine. I like Tibbs. Big Tibbs fan, though. Yeah. Big Tibbs fan. And uh, I think of those, those three, I would probably say Monty Williams mm-hmm. is, my, is my easy pick. Um, you started to see it in the bubble last year with them going 8-0. Yeah, you get Chris Paul, but I don't think he's the only reason that they have the second-best record in the NBA right now. Um, a lot of it has to do with coaching style and the way he assessed that team um, with a few of the transitions in the offseason, but their drafts the uh, last two years, too, as well. You know what I think we should do? We should turn Coach of the Year into, like, all coach team. Just We get to pick five. Five coaches. I think there's – a lot of good coaches. I mean, five out of 30, what kind of dumb award is that in the first place? But whatever, it's a dumb award anyways. Oh, gosh, I'm, I'm going to forget his name. Uh, Pistons coach, help me out. Oh, my gosh. Wait, the current Pistons coach? Current Pistons coach used to coach for the Raptors. Um, oh, good gosh. <laughs> What's his name? Nobody luck. Nobody luck. Coulter, think of it quick. Pistons coach. Once you, once you go – to the Pistons, everyone forgets. It's Dwayne Casey. Dwayne Casey, Dwayne Casey won Coach Raptors. of the Year for the Raptors. And then got fired. And then, then got fired. And then Nick Nurse won a championship. So, stupid award. But uh, with that being said, yeah, Monty Williams ran away with it this year. Probably, probably the biggest jump other than maybe the Knicks for expectations. But, I mean, the Suns weren't even in the playoffs yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they haven't they, been for the last 14 years. <laughs> yeah. And he was the coach last year. Sure. So we could say it's the Chris Paul effect and it probably mostly is. Um, but, uh, the cohesion of, uh, all the players has been very impressive. Uh, uh, has been taken off. Uh, Mikhail Bridges is taken off. Um, that team was terribly coached in the past. So, um, great hire. He picked the Suns over the Lakers. That was probably his worst move um, at the time, yeah. but whatever. I don't. I think he picked the Suns before AD joined. 
um, Kyle's uh, check uh, check that fact. Um, anyways, wrong podcast. Um, but no, he's been great. I'm rambling. Um, second, uh, I have Tibbs actually. Um, so I agree there. Quinn Snyder's been great yeah. as well. I mean, nobody had the Jazz in the top three this year. Um, that team has tons of talent though so they probably should be in the top four honestly um so i liked him a lot too any else i've got two other people i want to shout out you could definitely put steve nash there Um, yeah okay he's had to deal with a lot of like them a lot of turnover i think that i heard a stat that they had 25 players play this year or something like that and that's two full rosters Mm -hmm. so um the fact that they have a top two top three possibly record uh, in the East is, is pretty impressive. They do have the star power, but um, adding, you know, Blake Griffin and Marcus Aldridge decided to stay for a weekend. And um, yeah, he, I think he should get some credit. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good one. I didn't, wasn't even going to bring him up. Uh, just put Bruce Brown. Uh, yeah. He's kind he's not like uh, changing the game, but um, the idea of using a, guard-ish player as in the dunking spot is actually amazing because of we just call it the dunker spot so it's the low it's in the low corner spot while uh someone's driving to the rim we want to get the help defense to come over and then you got the alley-oop over the top no one realized that every almost every player in the nba can make an alley-oop 80 percent of them can so why does it have to be a center all this time and um of course, it's Steve Nash and probably D'Antoni that realized it. Um, so good pick there. I was going to shout out um, Doc Rivers really slept on considering I think the Sixers were six last year. And now they beat out um, the Bucks and the Nets. Yeah. Um, I mean, the one thing I'd say about Nash is he's got all the talent in the world besides the top three. But they've been gone a lot, yeah. so it's a great point. Um, and then Nate McMillan, one of my favorite coaches, uh, I mean, oh, what was the stat? Oh, dang, I can't remember it right now. But uh, the Hawks had like a losing record before him, and now they have – oh, uh, they had a losing record before Nate McMillan. Now they have like a 68% win percentage. That is just about the best in the league. I think maybe just the Jazz and the Suns have a better even overall with all the injuries. record. That they've had yeah <laughs> trey season. young missed a lot uh Bogdanovich, yeah Gallo. but to be fair bogdanovich came back after uh yeah. right when nate mcmillan was joining so that's kind of one reason deandre hunter ox good yeah came um, back and then got hurt yeah mm-hmm. so but he's been he's been great uh john collins is uh playing amazing since yeah. mcmillan took over so payday for him um but yeah that'd be my coaching team I, I i think i might leave nash out he might sneak in there yeah. somehow yeah you brought some good good points i i didn't even think about Nate mcmillan but mm-hmm. now they they say that i do think that they've been on a hot streak since he became their coach watch so, out yeah i think watch out. i think yeah. them versus uh potentially i think they might face the knicks looks like we were, we were thinking as we were trying to think of storylines for knicks hawks might be thibodeau versus mcmillan yeah might be the best we have. I mean, Trey Young versus Randall. They both feel slighted too, but yeah. I like that. All right. Um, why don't we move to six man? Weird award. I don't know. I wish we could come up with a cooler award, but you got to give the bench players some recognition. Yeah, some As a great six man player yourself, Coulter. 
you had that who's that game in high school you came off the bench and just lit it up what game was that i don't even remember i'm sure you do oh versus glacier versus it was glacier. the only time i got minutes that i barely played <laughs> okay well i was just gonna leave that out but um it was a great game so season high why don't you take it game winner oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay you take it uh six man um I didn't, that, this was probably the one that I at least prepared for because I thought it was, it's probably going to go to one of the insert jazz name player. Mm-hmm. Um, but a few other players that, you know, put up good numbers last year, six man Montrez Harold put up, you know, just about the same numbers. Yes. The Lakers had a bunch of injuries, but uh, he put up and just he as still good numbers. And he, yeah. And <laughs> he still, still came off. Uh, you could probably, Injuries aside, Kuzma could have probably been up there. I don't know. Um, and then let's see who the other person was. You said jazz um, players. You know, yeah. Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles. Yep. Um, I think Chris Boucher probably started too many games towards the end of the year to be considered, but I know he was up there last year. That's a good one. Um, but, yeah, who do, who do you have? Well, it seems like the sixth man of the year award has been changing so much because now all the best players, for the most part, do start the game because player uh, uh, coaches have figured out and teams have figured out. Uh, you, you could just start your best players and then rotate them out. I mean, you'll see uh, Chris, Chris Paul will come out at like the eight-minute mark in the game. D book will run the show for a while and then Chris Paul will come back. D book will leave and then they'll keep doing things like that. Similar situation with, you know, LeBron and AD LeBron leaves. And I think the nine minute Mark um, takes over for a while. And then I think he leaves again in the second quarter, the eight minute Mark. So a lot of little examples like that. Um, so the league's really changing. We're not getting too many six man of the year candidates anymore. Um, but I have, Jordan Clarkson at number one. Um, I have Derek Rose as well. He's probably been the best transaction of the year because the Knicks took off a little bit more on offense since he joined. He's only played 52 games this year, but he has came off the bench for 49 of them. Um, And then I have Joe Ingles at third. Um, He is third in offensive efficiency. Kyle, check that. Um, He's been really good. Threes, twos creates a lot of offense, um, but I think Jordan Clarkson should win it. Um, I might, might be a little stereotypical because he's kind of like the Jordan Clarkson, Lou Will uh, mode um, where he just comes off and scores like crazy, but yeah. that's exactly what the team needs. Yeah. So every year I want to pick Jordan Clarkson, but um, this year uh, he's provided a scoring punch they needed. I mean, you could also go with Ingles because – He's creating a lot of offense for him. But I like the Montrez Harrell pick, too. I didn't think about him. Um, he's been really good. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely seeing a lot of the the second units, I guess they call now, run with uh, one or two of the starters stay in and just, yeah, they swap rotations. So it's becoming a more interesting award. I, I thought about maybe putting Composo up up. Yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Um, it was good. I know he started since the Jamal Murray injury, but he he was very good in that second unit for mm-hmm. Denver um, before the Murray injury. Um, if Ginobili, yeah. if Ginobili and Odom were still around today, they'd be starting. Yeah, I don't know. 
They can come back. Maybe that make them happy. What about crossover? No, I think he'd still think be he'd in the still Jordan Clarkson. Off. I yeah. think he'd still come off. Yeah, but he yeah. closed games a lot, yeah. so he'd be okay with that. He should be in the league, by the way. He should be. I hope. I don't. I mean, he was on the Nets last I heard of. <laughs> anyway, uh, most improved. I like this award actually. It's a little uh, subjective, but I think it's better than six man of the year. Um, but there are there's a lot of debate with this one. There's a lot there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, opinions in here, a lot of uh, different criterias. Um, let me take let me take it uh, first because I feel very passionate about this player. Yeah. For most improved, um, been ringing his bell. I know you like him a lot. You say he was the best pick of the 2019 draft, 2018. 20, he missed, he missed yeah, a he year. He missed a year. He so. missed a year, so 2018. Wait, second? When did he go? He was a one and done. One Is and that done. Weird? No, no, no. What pick? Oh, 14. 14. That he was late? the last pick of the oh, lottery. But I think his, he was like he was projected in... to be two. Yeah, but he had back injuries. Uh -huh. He only played three games yeah. in college. So. Yeah. Kind of the, the Kyrie style college career but um a lot more health issues because yeah. of his size yeah so we're talking about michael porter jr of the denver nuggets um on previous pods i talked about how michael malone better get this guy off the bench it didn't last long but michael malone thought he had he better teach this young player a lesson because he's not playing good enough defense on the nuggets who were terrible at the time so He's kind of signaling him out and some tough love and other nonsense coaching strategies that I'm not always a fan of. Um, same thing happened with, with LaMelo Ball. Um, but once both of those players were inserted into the lineups, uh, they both took off. But Michael Porter Jr., um, his jump from last year, he went from 19, he went from nine points per game to 19 points per game. And he is getting three more uh, rebounds this year. He was at a 59% effective field goal rate last year, which was in the top 20-ish in the league. Now he's at 64.7%. Um, that is in the top five, um, uh, top 10, excuse me, um, which is absolutely insane because, again, it's with players that can dunk the ball with centers, with Zions, with Rudy Gobert's, with Clint Capella's, and then this guy who, who hardly gets dunks, he shoots the three ball like crazy. He finishes at the rim like crazy. Uh, huge, huge. I mean, he's like a, he's just like another Kevin Durant in the future. Yeah. Honestly, he doesn't have the handles of KD yet, um, but he's absolutely insane. He knows how to play off of Jokic, which not all, well, a lot of players can, but he cuts well. Um, smart player, still learning his spots a little bit. I was watching um, uh, pick and roll back. Uh, no, sorry. Um, he, uh, he was doing a back cut off of a pick and roll um, earlier in the play um, and he read it a little bit wrong. So he's still learning um, with it being only a second year in the league, but no one's talking about him and he's good enough to be the second best player on a contending um, title team, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And especially since the Murray injury, he's, he's upped his game even further. I think he's, since then averaging almost 25 points a game and uh he's the reason they've stayed in playoff you know in the playoff seating that they are um i didn't even think of him until until you said that so uh once once you look at those stats I, i'd say he's got to be the front runner 
Um, the media won't yeah, give them the, any love. The media won't. It, they like looking at those second, third-year players. Yeah. And, you know, he, he kind of had an abbreviated season with the uh, – the season was already abbreviated. But he yeah. was dealing with some injuries last year, so he might not have seen his full potential. But he wasn't scoring 19 in the, no. the playoffs. I think he was in double digits. He was the third option. Yeah. Um, still kind of is. And I still like Jamal. He had that him. one game where he scored 30, I think, in that – Oh yeah, Clipper series, but okay. But we yeah. saw, we saw the flashes, but mm-hmm. he he's everything. Uh, he's reaching, and I still think he has has higher to go. But he's reaching that potential that everyone hyped him on in high school for sure. The Nuggets want to trade him for James Harden. We believe. Uh, I don't think they were or willing Bradley to Beal. trade him for Bradley Beal. I might disagree with their strategy, but um, he's that good. Yeah, he's. We think he can reach yeah. that level quick. Yeah, I think if Murray comes back next year, I mean, the way they were playing, I probably would have had them as a heavy favorite. Yeah, to, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Um, yeah, other, a couple other people that I, I think the media is a little maybe more savvy on. I know Julius Randle's getting a lot of love. Um, you don't like that pick. I'll, I'll talk about uh, it in a second. Uh, I know I was looking at people and um, before the injury, I know De'Aaron Fox was another mm-hmm. person. That one's really good. Um, Top and, 15 PR. Shea Gildress uh, was yeah, another one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of a lot of injuries uh, for those two this year and mm-hmm. um, kind of on bad teams. So I don't I don't know if you. Yeah, I like those two if they played more. Yeah. Um, yeah, De'Aaron Fox has been really good on bad team. So the same with SGA. Um, yeah, let me take Randall for a second. Let me get on my soapbox. Uh, Julius Randall didn't just become good overnight. He's on a better situation. Uh, he is scoring um, five more points per game this year and 24 points compared to 19 um, last year. But um, that isn't a huge jump. Uh, he's creating a little bit more on offense, but not by much. He is playing five more minutes a game and a team that's more suited to his needs. Um, it's the Thibodeau effect um, and the defense effect and uh, just some progression with their young players. Um, and it's not just the Randall effect. So it's nice that they put Randall as like a meta, as a symbol for the Knicks improvement, but I think they should look at him for all NBA or even uh, all defense. I don't know if he should make both, but one or the other, I had him on both. Um, but most improved, I don't think that's right. Um, go back to when AD demanded a trade on the Pelicans. Randall took off. I, yeah. I, I forgot to look up the stats, but it's it was similar to what he's doing now and what he was doing last year. That year he was up for most improved player. Yeah, I, I thought that was the value. I thought that was the the year he should have been um, considered. Um, not not this year. He might win it, but that's the that's the one I'll call out. It's 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 uh, Michael Porter Jr. You you called out some good names. Uh, I only wrote one name down. Yeah. I, I've I've been I've been on MPJ uh, for a long time. Liked him a lot. You had him on your fantasy team. I, I was mad. I, I tried I tried to get him from you if you yeah. remember. I tried to yeah. do like a Jeremy Grant slash Sweetener deal. He didn't fall for it. Congrats. Yeah. I should have. I should have upped the ante. Him, SGA, and De'Aaron Fox were – that's, I think, probably why I paid attention to those three because they were all on my fantasy team this year. But Yeah, you drafting young and upcoming players. That's that's what I do every guess. year. <laughs> mm. 
but those are the awards. We should probably come up with some wacky awards. Best like some bench P presence. I would like that PAP one. Awards. Best dressed. I don't know. I always pay attention to what Russ is wearing. Yeah, I, I can't tell Russ if is, I hate it or love it. Russ is always showing out though on the pregame. Yeah, outfits. I like that he doesn't do the same thing. I like SGA. I, also don't I like think what he, he does. does. He's got some good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Chris Paul's interesting. Uh, LeBron always has some funny hat. Yeah. If there's a funny hat award, I think LeBron <laughs> would, you know, be the MJ of funny hats. All right. Yeah. So we'll yeah for next season we'll have our own pizza pizza and picks Ooh. awards. We might we might have to do that at, at the end of one of our podcasts. Yeah. Stay tuned. We gotta yeah. workshop it. Maybe for the playoffs we'll have our PAP awards for okay. the playoffs. Okay. All right. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs>